Hello, my name is Dave, and I love music. And I'd like to tell you a story about somebody else who wanted to love it too. Written by the Breakfast Show audience and illustrated by one of them, this is Pookie and the Perfect Sound. Don't be alarmed, but in everyone's head lives a worm. You have one too. It's called an earworm. Every time you have a terrible song stuck in your head or an irritating jingle or that annoying moment when it's someone with a short name like Dave's birthday and everyone sings the happy birthday song and tries to fit an extra syllable into Dave, that's your earworm. Pookie was one such earworm and lived in a cosy little one-bedroom head with their friend, the Hairy Situation. A big, fluffy ball of hair. The Hairy Situation was the best friend any earworm could ask for, strictly between the hours of 6 and 10, except for when they were grumpy at having to get up at 3am every day just to travel to Pookie's house from Hastings by the sea. One day, Pookie and the Hairy Situation decided they were sick of making people sad with annoying songs, from the likes of Lad Baby to Gary Barlow, and decided to write a song of their own. The catchiest song of all time. A song everyone would love. There was just one problem. They didn't know how to play any instruments. Maybe our record player might give us some ideas, suggested Pookie. Keen to hear some songs, Harry went over to the player and switched it on, but accidentally played the records backwards. Instead of music, there was a flash of light, and Pookie and Harry could feel themselves being sent back in time. This could be handy, said Pookie, dealing with the situation surprisingly well. We could visit some great musical names from the past and get them to teach us. Sure, said Harry, like word up cover artists gun pookie considered ending their friendship there and then but instead they prepared together for a musical adventure through the ages the magic record player set off with a whoosh a flump and a great big thump and landed in the 1960s they could tell it was the 1960s because everybody there could afford to buy a house Hello, said a cheerful worm as they stepped outside. I bring Worm Star. Want to learn to play the drums? Pookie tried to hold the sticks in their mouth, but they kept falling out. The drums were not going to work. And so off went Pookie and Harry back to the record player. It set off with a whoosh, a thump, and a great big thump. And this time they landed in the 1970s, where a family of bumblebee Gs greeted them. Hello, they said. Want to learn the guitar? Pookie tried to roll around on the guitar strings, but it sounded terrible. So off went Pookie and Harry, back to the record player. It set off with a whoosh, a thump, and a great big thump and this time landed in the 1980s, where a midge greeted them. A midge by the name of Midge-or. Hello, he said. Want to learn to play the synthesizer? That's a weird thing to say to a stranger, said Harry, but Pookie gave it a good go. But Pookie was too small and light to press the keys down, and no sound came out. I thought writing a song was going to be a simple job, cried Pookie. I thought it was going to be like pulling off a band-aid. Oi, said Midge. I'll have you know, band-aid was one of the most complicated musical endeavours I've ever pulled off. 
But it was too late. Pookie and Harry had already rushed back to the magic record player, where their luck got worse and worse. In the 90s, Pookie couldn't play any of the instruments lent to them by Crowded Laos. They couldn't learn rock from the Manic Street leeches in the land of classic rock. In the noughties, they even met Johnny Burrell, who wasn't an insect, but he's just keen to work with anyone nowadays. But he couldn't teach them indie. From the drill music of the 2010s to the harmonicas of country music, Pookie had to accept they could only ever write music to annoy people. Harry tried to cheer Pookie up. Hey, Pookie, what opens doors and smells? Pookie glared at him. If you say a Pookie, our friendship is over. The hairy situation decided not to say anything else. I can't believe I can't write music. Oh, this is the worst news ever. Cried Pookie in a sing-song way. The hairy situation's ears perked up so much that you could nearly tell through all the hair that he actually did have ears. Wait. Say that again, he said. That was lovely, Pookie. Pookie was confused, but cried again. I'm the worst musician ever. Except when Pookie said it, it didn't sound like moping or crying. It sounded like the best singing ever. You could almost see the musical notes coming out of their mouth. Now this was what Pookie was great at, singing. Step aside, Adele. Move over, Beyonce. You're not welcome here, Ray Quinn. Pookie's in town with the catchiest singing voice ever. From that moment, everything Pookie said came out like a lovely song and one you could listen to forever. They didn't need musical instruments. The music was inside them all along. Desperate to show everyone their song, Pookie and Harry got back to their time-travelling record player and said the magic words, Monkey, monkey, same, same. And off they went back to Pookie's home, inside the head of former Premier League referee Uriah Rennie, which is a plot twist nobody saw coming. That Christmas, Pookie and the Harry situation spread their singing lessons to every earworm they knew, putting catchy songs in the heads of everyone in the world. And to this day, whenever you hear a nice tune in your head or a catchy song you can't get out of your mind, it could just be your earworm saying hello. Night-night. <laughs>